0: Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome back to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Levels, joined today by wide receiver Giovanni Sanders. Hey, man, thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Yeah, no problem. I appreciate you guys
1: having me on. Absolutely. So today we're going to be asking you all sorts of stuff about last season to start things off and then kind of the future of the program. But last year going three and nine, definitely not according to plan, actually had our head coach. Herm Edwards fired and had to go to an interim coach. What was the season like kind of going through all the motions and everything, all the ups and downs? Definitely a lot. You know,
0: uh, we had to come together as, you know, a team, a family type of thing. And uh coach a lot with that. But even before the season, you know, going back into spring and summer and everything like that, just like we, there was a lot of changes between the coaches and the players. And, like, like we just didn't we, – we never knew. Who was gonna stay the same? Like it was just like I said, a whole bunch of to changes, so it was good. Like I said, that as a team we came together really, uh, the uh dove into like the family aspect of it.
1: Yeah, you talk about all the changes that happened. There was a lot of transfer portal, and obviously the head coach changed. Um when we had spoken to some of you guys following the Utah game, which was the first game for Sean Iguano, obviously. A lot of the players. Nessa Jade Silvera was one of the ones who talked about how there was just this change at practice. One of the things they noted was there was music the whole time, and everyone was saying that they felt like they had their best week of practice. What was kind of the change that you noticed when Oguano had taken over?
0: Yeah, uh, energy to the team. You know, uh, like like Nessa said, he he had uh, music the whole time I practiced. You know, those those things bring people people's energy to practice because you know you don't got to only bring your own energy but there's already music music out there so also like i said earlier um the whole family thing you know he brought on the whole thing um i remember when he first we went on a little uh team bonding trip to go bowling and things like that so he uh he helped us in uh a new life to the program
1: awesome that that is awesome to hear uh we'll talk more about aguano here in just a little bit overall for the team there definitely was a lot of struggles but there was a lot of pluses too. Uh, at some point in the season, Trenton Bourget was able to take over, and the offense felt felt like it started to take off. And uncoincidentally, this was when Coach Aguano had kind of taken over the offensive play calling duties. What was it like taking the calls from Aguano moving forward for the remainder of the season when everything felt like it started to click for you guys?
0: Yeah, um, with the coach Aguano, we had to get uh, not saying we weren't say but we just had to get used. UC- to a lot more running, you know, a lot more, you know, huddle, uh, being ready ready to catch the uh, defense on their heels after we made made big plays and everything like that. And uh, it also opened it up like more like as in passing the ball a lot more uh, throughout the game.
1: Gotcha. And how do you feel about your role that you were able to produce last year? There was a lot of competition at wide receiver going into the year. You had yourself, you had Cam Johnson transferring – from uh, Vanderbilt, you had Elijah Badger, Andre Johnson, Chad Johnson Jr., and plenty of other guys as well that were competing. But you were able to kind of stand out. How, how do you feel about what you were able to put together last year? I appreciate that. But I feel like I had a, um, a pretty good year. Uh, I'm not going
0: to lie to you. I, I hold myself to, like, you know, coming off of uh, two years and not really having any live reps and everything like that, it, it took me a little bit to get up to speed. But I feel like, like I had a pretty uh, a solid year. Um, I, I'm ready to build off uh, build off what I did last year, though. I'm not going to lie to the start and, and for us to get rocking and everything to get going because, like I said,
1: I hold I myself to a pretty
0: high, high stand. I hope for this upcoming season.
1: There were some really good games that you stood out in. The Oklahoma State game comes to mind with the 73-yard reception. Obviously, U of A, you went over the century mark and a touchdown, so definitely showed out quite a bit when you were able to get those opportunities. Were the opportunities kind of the reason you decided to come back? Are you excited moving forward about your role with the team?
0: Part of the reason why. Um, I also like, uh, you know, it, it feels like it's my first year really having some stability or college, you know, uh, with me coming from Dixie State and uh, RCC. You know, it, it's nice to feel like some, not saying RCC wasn't, but it was just like a year stop. But on top of that, um, there's some coaches who stay, like, and then the new coaches they brought. And just talking to them and seeing their vision and, and the energy and everything they brought, like family members and a few close friends, um, it just helped me a lot. And, and wanted to, you know, see my ability coming up.
1: Gotcha. All right. Last last question here, real quick for you, and then we will move on to the next portion of everything. How do you feel moving forward with a new head coach? Before we jump into all of that, this will be. This will be technically the third head coach if we count Sean Aguano for um, the interim style. But what are your thoughts heading into a new year with a new coach in your final year? Yeah, um, you know
0: it, it's definitely uh, like a lot of change again. But it's, you uh, you almost had to just get used to it and keep going because nobody really stops you. Is going to feel bad. So that uh, like I said earlier, the energy that he brought and everything like, like that was it was good. I liked it a lot. Um, I had a good uh, like what he saw me doing, like what he saw in vision for the team, you know, competition just, you know, things confident in what he had to say and I I feel confident in my abilities going into the spring to to see where they uh, see me at.
1: All right, real quick. I want to talk to you guys about Built Bar because if you haven't tried them yet, it is the best protein bar on the market. There's tons of new flavors for you guys to try, including cookie dough topper, coconut brownie bar, coconut brownie topper and more. If you haven't had a built bar before, they're literally the best tasting protein bar ever built. They're revolutionizing nutrition as we know it with 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein and shockingly low sugar and calories at just 113 or 130. Sink your teeth into that first bite and it'll change your life forever. There will be a time before you had built flavors and there'll be a magical, wonderful time afterwards and right now built is actually finally in your local Walmart and Sam's Club. They're no longer just an online order. So get your order right now, go to your nearest Walmart or your nearest Sam's Club and get your box of built bars right now. All right. Hopping back into this conversation, we're going to move over to the new head coach that we've got coming in, Kenny Dillingham. Just overall thoughts, initial initial thoughts for Dillingham and the new staff that he's bringing in? Like I said, they, they're super energetic, you
0: know. Uh, they're younger, you know, they're, they're all over social media and things like that, you know, everything uh, like that. They, they're really young, energetic, you know, uh, and, and giving a lot of effort to, to see for. And uh, on top of that, you know, a lot of them are coming back home or were, like, transferring to like, say that. So I, it seems like to me that they're going to be even hungrier to, you know, turn turn the program around from last year and
1: just what is your thoughts so far with the new philosophy that's going to be coming in with Kenny Dillingham and then of course uh Bo Baldwin who had some success during his time in the Big Sky uh conference will be moving on from Cal Poly as the head coach to be the new offensive coordinator uh have you gotten a chance to look at the playbook at all or you guys kind of waiting to see until spring practice gets rolling around yeah um
0: at the playbook yeah uh I had a few talks with coach Baldwin too uh I like him a lot he's a good dude uh we talked a little bit about life and just getting to know each other and everything like that but I, I appreciate the conversations that we uh that I've had with him uh like I said we haven't really seen the playbook but we do have a meeting coming up this Sunday and I'm pretty sure uh we'll probably get something
1: what are your thoughts on Sean Aguano staying on the, on the staff? Now I know he's the running backs coach and not the receivers coach. So you won't be able to work with him as much, but knowing what he was able to do to kind of gather, regather the troops and get everyone refocused on the season, which admittedly when he took over, you guys definitely looked like a much more confident football team. But what does that mean to you to see that Aguano was kept on the staff?
0: Yeah, uh, it it means. Gus uh, is a good guy, you know. Regardless of football, you know, he's he's a good guy to be around. You know, he looks out for you. And like I said, he Ohana and family, uh, culture type of thing to our program. But outside of that, uh, in the in the football, uh, like you say, he's with the running backs now. I'm pretty sure, but um, he he can spread his knowledge to any um any of that. Uh, but he was a head coach before for the intern for the rest of the season, so he has some uh experience with some more like. His Experienced a pretty younger staff.
1: Have you had any chance to talk to uh, Rashad Samples, the receivers and the passing game coordinator?
0: Yeah, uh, I haven't really had a chance to talk to him. Yeah, uh, I plan on talking to him uh, on Sunday.
1: Gotcha, sounds good. Um, what is the overall feeling of the culture of the program now that Kenny Dillingham has taken over? what What does it feel like? We should be getting to know about this new era of Arizona State Sun Devils football.
0: Yeah, uh, shoot. Just like I said before, that we're uh, we're pretty hungry for. You know, this upcoming super hard. You know, we're going to be energetic. You know, we're 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 going to be uh, locked in on the details and everything. Like that's going to be the most fun uh, we ever had playing football. So we really just got to lock, lock in for the ride and what uh, we're doing and dive into it. And we're going to be ready for the season.
1: I was just about to say, I got a chance to speak to uh, Trenton Borgay earlier, and he was telling me that he feels like this is going to be a quick turnaround, this isn't a two to three year project. What's got you guys feeling that way? Because I assume you probably feel the same way, that we're going to turn this thing around quick.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I I think we're going to be competing this season for the energy everyone brings to the t- table. I know I keep referring to it, but that's really the big thing uh, with it, not just the coaches, but the uh, a lot of people transferred out. A lot of people transferred in. You know, you know uh, I've been talking to someone already because I, I knew the players who stay there. Like, we all been connected, and we're just ready to go. We're, we're ready to prove the real one. Like, we thought, if you really look at it, a, a lot of the games that we lost were super close games, the games that we were in. And it could have clearly won the but it just didn't. So it's like I said, just, just little things you got to lock into. And everything, or everyone got to buy into
1: this Moving on to kind of the final part of of what I want to talk to you about, with spring practice coming up around the corner, what are kind of your personal goals that you have set for yourself with the brand new coaching staff? What do you want to show off in spring ball?
0: Yeah, I I can make plays, you know, regardless of where they put me at, if it's in the slot, if it's outside, if it's on special teams, I want to make make plays, and I just want to show them that, um, like, I I deserve a role in their offense offense you know under their eyes a lot of change with the you know a a new head coach coming in for my last year but I'm confident in my ability you know and our conversations that I've had with him and some of the other coaches already so I'm just ready to go prove myself to them too
1: like you said there's a lot of transfers that are coming in as well in the wide receiver room even though we lost uh, Cameron Johnson uh, to the transfer portal and Brian Thompson unfortunately is out of eligibility There's some guys coming in there's Melcon Staval there's Jake Smith and there's Xavier Guillory right now. What's, what's kind of the feeling in the wide receiver room specifically? Have you had a chance to talk to those new guys coming in yet? Um, actually, I haven't had a chance to talk to those new guys yet. Um, I'm going to
0: reach out to them on Sunday too, when I see them in person. But like I said, it's competition. I, I love competition. It makes me thrive more. So I'm ready really just for spring. But that, like I said, I deserve a role in those offense, regardless of whether they see me starting or not, you know, I thought that I deserved the ball.
1: You definitely showed it last year and you were able to get lots of opportunities. Brad Denny actually compared you to a a longtime Sun Devil, Gary Chambers, because it felt like every time he caught the football, it was going to be a first down. And that definitely feels like a very important factor that you're able to contribute. Looking forward to the season. Do you have any personal goals for yourself that you're looking at? Any statistics that stand out or anything like that?
0: Yeah, uh, personally, again, uh, the spring ball and fall camp, just hold on to it, you know, never really lose, Uh, like, the, like lose graphics league-wise. Uh, I'm looking at something around, like, 800 to 1,000 yards, you know, on there. Uh, uh, I really just want to, you know, put up enough stats and build off the yard I had in, in order for me to get to the end specifically. But, uh, like I said, really just, I want to have a really solid year. Hopefully, uh, over a thousand touchdowns type of thing.
1: But looking at the guys, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, you're good. I was just want
0: to, like I said, compete in, and hopefully we're in the, in the Rose Bowl this year. Because, like I said, we all, all believe in the quick turn of the team.
1: We would love nothing more than a Rose Bowl. I want to see us win a Rose Bowl before I die. So, that's, yeah. that's my fingers crossed. You guys get us there. I'm here for it. I Looking, it. yeah, absolutely. Looking at the guys who were still on the roster from last year, uh, main, mainly the the guys who contributed the most, like Elijah Badger and Jalen Conyers. What's it like to have those guys stay on the team with you? Obviously, those are your brothers, so I can imagine that that was a pretty good feeling when you knew that they were going to be joining you at ASU this year.
0: Yeah, no, it, it helps a lot too, and like want to stay here. You know, like I said. when it's- like Jalen or Elijah or even some other people who stay like Trent or some people on the other side of the ball on you know, way because like you said, we're, we're pretty close and we already, we already know each other and we get along good. And at the same time, um, same mission in mind of we want to turn this program around. So we're all going to, we're all going to work together with the same, you know, just bring along the people who they brought in and we all get on the same page quickly.
1: Final question for you. Taking a look at the quarterback position, Trenton Borgay's back that's huge. He was able to be a massive difference maker for you guys in the second half of the season, and it like like I said, it felt like the offense really kind of took off with him. But incoming Drew Drew Pine, transfer from Notre Dame, it's gonna be an open competition for the quarterback position. How do you feel about that as the pass catcher for him? To know that uh, you may not you may not have any reps with the with the new quarterback coming in, or maybe Borgay stays. What's kind of the mindset that goes through your head, knowing there's a quarterback competition? More than likely. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, for me, I, I feel like it's really a program. Uh, I feel like you know, I feel like they brought in a bunch of different transfers, so I kind of feel like everybody's really going to be rotating and liking who they want to put where. But, but um, uh, as far as QBs, um, I, I really even talked to the uh, QB. For- Notre Dame Drew, but um, uh, like already, I already have connection. With, I guess I'm rest with him just because we're, we're already be on the same page. But hopefully, like I said, with the competition being open there, but I get rest with all the QBs. And like I said, we just put the best
1: people on the field to,
0: for
1: us the best to see. That's what I like to hear. Any uh, any final words for some double fans before we get out of here for you? Uh, I really
0: just I appreciate you guys all for the support, and I mean, we're gonna be ready to rock for y'all this year. Uh, I'm a leader, Pat.
1: (laughs) That's what I like to hear. All right, thank you so much, Bud, for stopping by. We really appreciate it, guys. Make sure that when you're tuning in, you're looking out for Sanders on the field because more than likely he's getting that first down. That's just what he does. Until next time, though, you keep it locked right here on Locked On.